and have done in our lives. God, we give you the glory. We give you the praise and we give you the honor, God, for this is one of the, another day that you have made. And we will rejoice and be glad in it. Lord, we just thank you. We love you, Lord. God, I thank you for the wisdom and the knowledge that you have given me to give your people. God, I thank you so much for leading and guiding us through this year of 2020. So many things have happened this year, Lord, and you have protected us. So many you have protected. And God, it's not that anybody did wrong that got sick. But God, I thank you, Lord, for having mercy on us and not allowing us to be sick in this year of the pandemic, God. And for those that did get sick, I thank you for their recovery. And God, for those that lost loved ones, God, heal and touch their hearts right now in the mighty name of Jesus. God, we thank you. We adore you. We appreciate you. We love you. We trust in you. Thank you, Lord, because life still moves on and life still goes on and you teaching each and every one how to move away the fear and doubt and to press through God and to be able to continue to move forward in the name of Jesus. God, I thank you every day for allowing us to be strong in you, Lord, in the name of Jesus. God, I thank you, Lord, from the beginning to the end. God, I thank you, God. For your healing power that is flowing through us right now in the mighty name of Jesus. God, I thank you for instructions. I thank you for peace. I thank you for joy. I thank you for restoration. I thank you right now, Lord, for your healing power in the name of Jesus. Thank you for the wisdom and the knowledge that you have given each and every one. Thank you, God. For the way things are being set up in this earth and in this world, God, as we move forward. God, I thank you. God, I thank you. Thank you, Lord. God, I thank you. Thank you, Lord. I just want to thank you, Lord. Hallelujah, Lord, for touching the hearts and the mind of the people that are not shaken by this pandemic. That will be strong, God. That we are strong, God, to help your people, God. For those that went through including myself, great trials and tribulations, that nothing will be able to separate us from your love. And that we are able, God, to help those that are weak until they become strong, God, in the mighty name of Jesus. God, I thank you for debt cancellation. I thank you, Lord, for blessing each and every one, God, for giving us the monies that we need, that we'll be able to succeed, God. For giving us the wisdom that we need that we'll be able to succeed, God. In the mighty name of Jesus. Bless each and every one all over the world, Lord. In the name of Jesus. Stretch your hand upon those that are asking for prayer. Even on Facebook. All on Twitter. Wherever they may be calling out for prayer, God. Touch their heart. And let your healing power flow through their minds and their body right now in the name of Jesus. Oh, God, I thank you for the increase, and only you can give increase. I thank you, God, for your word today, teaching everyone, God, how to trust and wait and depend and lean on you. Yes, Lord. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. I want you to put your hands together for God is with you. Come on, say, God is with me. God is with me. Every time I need him. He shows up, and God, we thank you for every time we call upon your name. You are right there. You are right there. You are right there. You're always here. And God, we thank you. And God, we thank you. Oh, God, when we lay down until we wake up, you covers us. And I thank you for that. I thank you for your blood that you shed on Calvary's cross. Oh, God, I thank you right now. That is still here, Lord. You're still with us. You still have us covered. You keep telling me that everything is going to be all right. And I thank you for it, Lord. And the reason why you can tell me that because I follow your path. God, I thank you. And I know why David said, uh, Yea, though I walk through the valley in the shadow of death, I fear no evil. And I know why he said, Because you is his shepherd, God. He can say it because you are his shepherd. And I thank you, Lord, for being my shepherd and being other shepherds in the mighty name of Jesus. Help us to draw closer to you. 
Help us to look to you even the more, God. Help us to understand you even the more. Help us to receive you even the more, God. Help us right now, God, to be able to walk closer with you, God, in the name of Jesus. Help everyone change their relationship looking at the, towards the flesh, but help them to look to you, God, because you're the one that if we draw to you, if we draw closer to you, God, then you will make provision for the things that we need. And God, we thank you for it. And we glorify your name. Bless every ear that is listening up. Bless every heart that is hearing. In the name of Jesus. Bless those that are calling on the, the, the pod, God. Bless those on the conference call, God. Bless those that are sitting in my midst, God. In the mighty name of Jesus. Cover them under your blood. In the mighty name of Jesus. Have your way in our lives. In the name of Jesus. God, I'm asking you in advance. I'm praying in advance, God. The prayers are out in advance. What should the children do the next nine weeks, the second nine weeks that's coming up? In the mighty name of Jesus. We're waiting on your answer. We're not going to We're not gonna be uh, impatient. But God, we are waiting patiently. And help everyone wait patiently yes, for the things to come in life. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Oh, God, I thank you. I thank you so much for leading and guiding us. I thank you so much, God, for being in my life. I thank you for being a part of my life. I thank you, God, for being a part of the lives of others. I thank you, God, in the name of Jesus. Thank you for drawing closer to us. Thank you for not pushing us away. Thank you, Father, for being there for us. Thank you, Jesus, for what you did, God. No human being could have done. You have been chosen, God, to suffer. You were chosen to die for our sins. And, God, I thank you. I thank you so much for, God, allowing your son, Jesus, to stand in proxy, God, to teach us how to live right. And even to be our protector and our cover that is covering us in this day, Lord, and these ages of time. Thank you, God, for being the flesh light of our life. For showing me the way, Lord, that I got your people in the right direction. That they won't be scarred. That they won't be burnt. I thank you, Lord, that they won't be destroyed. In the name of Jesus, have your way, Lord. Have your way, Lord. Have your way, Lord. Have your way, Lord. And help people understand that the watchword in this season is patience. Help them to look at the watchword. The watchword in this season is impatient. That they be, that they can become patient. The watchword in this season is impatient. Impatient. So that they can become patient. Help them to be careful. Whenever they become impatient, let them pay attention to it. That it don't get them in trouble. In the mighty name of Jesus, help everybody not to become impatient. Because when they become impatient, that's when they finna cause trouble. And God, I thank you right now for your wisdom, your knowledge, and your understanding. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. Oh, amen. Can y'all hear me good on the conference call? Come on, tell God thank you. Can you hear me on the conference call? Thank you, Lord. Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Hallelujah, God, we thank you. you, We bless your name. We glorify your name. We honor your name and we give you the praise. This morning, y'all, I want to sing a little bit of it again. Victory is mine. Victory is mine. Victory today is mine. I told Satan, get thee behind. Victory today is mine. Oh, victory is mine. Victory is mine. Victory today it is mine. I told Satan, get thee behind. I didn't have no doubt. I knew that the Lord would bring 
shepherd I shall not want. Amen? Amen. And David said that for a reason. David put God first. David literally dropped everything. David stopped worrying about anything and he began to be a God chaser. Amen? Amen. He began to follow the Lord. He made focus on that. His everyday life was making sure that he didn't lose a close relationship with God. For God said this is the season that he wants you to draw close to him. That you will be able to escape the wiles of the devil. The things that's happening in this world. There's so much going on in this world. So many things are out of control. Even the president don't have no control over it. And people are not paying attention that if the army can't be beat it. And if the president can't stop it. And if, hey, here, oh, this is horrible right here. If a doctor and a nurse can't stop it, come on, tell God, thank you. Thank you, Lord. Who are you going to call? And it sure ain't Ghostbusters. Come on, tell God, thank you. It's time to call on the who? The Lord. It's time to draw closer to who? The Lord. Children, it's time to draw closer to the Lord. Let me tell you, if you in your room and your mom and daddy sleep, they got their room door closed. That taught me years ago. I called on Jesus, amen, because I couldn't get up every night trying to go in there and tell my mom I'm scared. So I would lay in my bed and I would call Jesus even when I had to live by myself. Come on, tell God, thank you. And I was a soul provider and I was the person that every little one was looking up to. I learned how to connect to God that we'll be safe. Things I had no control over, I learned how to. To connect to the Lord. Because when you got no control over it, you better call somebody. And, I'm, and I know anybody, it's time to call Jesus. Come on, tell God, thank you. Thank you, Lord. Come on, tell God, thank you. Thank you, Lord. Come on, tell him, thank you. Thank you, Lord. Come on, say it again. Thank you, Lord. And God, we thank you. Because this is the time and this is the hour that nobody on this earth knows what's next. See, we used to have this thing in control. Think about it. You know, it used to be in control. And it was hundreds of years ago when the flu was out. I could imagine they were going through the same thing. But somebody called on Jesus. Amen. Amen. They didn't call on Jesus to to, um, get the vaccine. They probably did too. But this is the time where you got to call Jesus until they come up with something. Come on, tell God, thank you. Thank you, Lord. Because what good is it? I don't want to be lost. And then they find something and we lost. So we literally like we in the middle. Amen. Amen. It's almost like we sitting in the middle of something. We we are literally in the middle of something. We we are waiting. Amen. Amen. We are in the midst of it. That's what it is. We're in the midst of it. Waiting. Waiting in the midst. Come on, tell God, thank you. Thank you, Lord. That is the most dangerous thing. It's like sitting in the eye of a storm. Amen? Amen. So we like we sitting in the eye of a tornado. Everything going on around us, and we don't know when it's going to end. Well, baby, I'm trying to tell every one of y'all on the, on, the, on the pod station, on the conference call, and in the living room, it's time for you to draw close to God. It's time to draw so close to God like never before. And then some of y'all will say, well, all I need is a boyfriend and I'll be all right. Yeah, but he can't cover you from the pandemic. He can't cover you from what's going on in this world. What y'all going to do, hug each other and die together? Come on, tell God, thank you. Come on, tell him, thank you. At this point, you ain't trying to look for nobody to hug you and we find y'all are hugged up dead. Amen? At this point, you trying to live. Come on, tell God, thank you. Say, I want to what? Live. I want to what? Live. You want to what? Live. Come on, tell God, thank you. Thank you, Lord. You want to see the goodness of God. You want to you want to be overcome this situation. You want to overcome what's going on today. Amen. Amen. You want to be able to look back over your life and be able to say, y'all, I have a testimony. 
You want to be able to say, I've been through that and I overcame it. Amen. Amen. And my heart goes out to those. That's another reason why you should get close to God. Because the Lord say this is that season. So who looking for a boyfriend? Who looking for a girlfriend? Who trying to fix their marriage? Who trying to fix anything? Honey, this is where you need to be trying to fix your relationship with Christ. Come on, tell God, thank you. Thank you, Lord. This is that time. This is the time that you need to get what you need to get and not try to just uh, uh, forget about everything and, and, beauty, and beautify everything. This is where you get what you need and have a seat. Amen? Amen? You do what you have to do and have a seat. This is that season. Amen? Amen? That's the season that you're in where I have to do this. Uh, now, I'm not doing this to try to look beautiful. This is something I have to do. Come on, tell God, thank you. Thank you Can't y'all see it? They have to dress up because they got to get before us in front of the television and give us the next news. Come on, tell God, thank you. Thank you Lord. It's not because they want to dress up, but they have to. And they're trying to show you every day. Some of them come over there looking bad. And they say, well, just do a little something because to, to, you got to be on TV. This is not that season where we can walk around like we used to and say, I'm going to buy me a nice outfit. This is that season where you just have to put on what you got to put on because guess what, y'all? Ain't nowhere to go. Come on, tell God, thank you. Come on, tell him thank you. Come on, tell him thank you. This is that season, amen? So I'm going to break it down a little bit more for you. Hey, this is not the season. Like I thought of like yesterday, I was sitting in my house. A couple of days ago. And I began to talk to God. It's not that I want to rearrange my living room. That wasn't no thought. I just want to rearrange my living room. No baby. Life is more important than just me wanting to rearrange a living room. What's on my mind is that we live and not die and declare the works of the Lord. Come on tell God thank you. Thank you Lord. But in the midst of what's going on. I had to rearrange my living room. So I didn't feel bad talking to God about how to do it. Amen. Amen. I'm not going to worry God about nothing that we don't need right now. I'm not going to talk. I'm not going to be sitting up crying for a relationship when when I need to be crying and asking God, am I going to be? Am I going to live or am I going to die? Come on, tell God, thank you. Thank you. Lord. When I had cancer, baby, I was a single woman. And I ain't had time to be asking God for no relationship. There was a young man that liked at me. And I told him, go on with your life. Because I'm in a point of life where I'm talking to God about my life. Woo, glory. Come on, tell God, thank you. Thank you, Lord. Come on, tell him, thank you. Thank you, Lord. You better recognize where you at in this season. You better look at the whole point. You forgot one thing. The president don't even know who's going to die. Come on, tell God, thank you. Thank you, Lord. He don't even know. Well, how the disease going to go away? He just keeps saying, it's going to go away. I can understand him. I can understand him. He's literally saying, God going to fix it. He's saying, I believe God, and I know God going to fix it. So leave him alone about that. He said, it's going to go away. He got faith. Let him hold on to his faith. That's how he's living. Come on, tell God, thank you. Thank you, Lord. But you know what, y'all? You know what? I'm going to tell y'all, when I got, when I, when I looked at this thing, when the doctors start saying, we don't know what to do. When the nurses start saying, we don't know what to do. And then he's going to respiratory therapist. We don't know what to do. All these people who were in charge of the world didn't know what to do. And then when I looked at the news reporters, I realized they're just news reporters. Come on, tell God, thank you. Thank you they even got scared and ran home. Hallelujah. Then I begin to pray. God don't let the world give up. Come on, say, God. God. Help the world. Help the world. Don't, let the world. don't let the world. Don't let the United States. Don't let the United States. Give up. Give up. Y'all better pray. Y'all better pray. Because guess what? They only human like us. They're human just like me and you. They'll throw in the towel just like me and you. They'll shut it down and run just like me and you. What if every doctor in the hospital run home and sit down? And they almost did that. I had been, I've been praying. What if every nurse ran home and sat down? 
Y'all don't see it happening, and it's still having it ha haven't stopped yet. They're getting tired. They're getting scared. They don't want to catch diseases. Do y'all not know where we at? And somebody crying for a car, and somebody crying for a mate. You don't even know if you're gonna be here. Amen. This is the season where you need to get the wisdom and the knowledge to know how to live through all of this and not give up and not throw in the towel. When I was a little girl, when trouble came my way, y'all won't believe this. I would go in the room and get on my knees and ask God to give my mama and daddy the strength to not give up on us. I would cry and say, please don't let my mama give up. I recognized it. I recognized it was, it was just crazy. I was called by the Lord from a child. I had a vision from a child. I would see things from a child. I would look and see the adult way of thinking when I was a little child. And I would say, please, please, don't let mama and daddy run. Don't let them give up. Come on, tell God, thank you. Thank you, Lord. Come on, tell him thank you. Thank you, Lord. And now we're in a place where I'm saying don't let the United States give up. Do not let the disease overtake the United States, but let the United States take over the disease. Come on, tell God, thank you. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah, Lord, we thank you. Lord, we thank you. Yes, God. Do you not know that human, just like me and you, they went to school and they learned stuff. But the disease is saying this. Sickness is saying that. That disease is saying, hey, I got something y'all never got educated on. Now, I got y'all. You, you don't even have time to study for it. I'm just taking people out while you studying. And then the rest of us who not sick and doing well. And can't you tell you're doing well? You know how I knew when I was fine? When I wanted a man. I knew I was fine. I knew I wasn't sick. You know why? Because see, when we know we're doing fine, we want silly things. It's not really silly, but we want things to please the flesh. The flesh, when it's in pain, it don't want nothing to please it. But to be healed. Come on, tell God. That liked me when I had cancer. He liked me a lot. He would come around and sit with me and my boys. And one day I just flat out told him, I'm not even there. He asked me, you want to go to the movies? And I looked at him and I said, I don't think he get it. I said, I have got diagnosed with cancer. I don't even have a thought to sit down and watch a movie. I don't even have patience for a movie. I just got diagnosed with cancer. He said, I understand. He said, but you're not going to die. I said, let, let my spirit pick that up. I'm going before the Lord. Had I not went before the Lord, had I went to go have fun and play, then I wouldn't have knew how to assure in the very presence of, presence of death. Come on, tell God, thank you. Thank you, Lord. Because I began to pray. So I say, forget about the fleshly stuff. Bad as I wish for this guy to say that in that time. And then all of a sudden I get sick. And no, no, I can't go that direction right now. I have to go in the direction where I have a need. The need is greater. Come on, tell God, thank you. Thank you, Lord. And the Lord told me to tell everybody. He said the greatest need is to draw closer to him. That he can give you directions. To even go to the doctor that don't have the coronavirus. We're in a time where everybody scatter each other. And you mean to tell me you're not praying? Woo, glory. Hallelujah. I do not want to play a, a if and a hope not game. This is the time that everybody should want to see what the Lord is saying. Yes, Lord. God, we thank you. Amen. Even the nurses and the doctors got on their knees and began to say, we got to pray. Do you see them? They on their knees. They said, we need your help. There is not a medicine in this hospital. Look at the people dying right before our eyes. God, we need you. Come on, say it. God, God we need you. We need you. Oh, yes, Lord. Hallelujah. And then God, and then God will lead and guide you through all of this. 
I can imagine. I literally believe we're like we're like the the the, the children coming out of Egypt. And 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 we're walking in a life in a in a time where nobody knows it's uncertain. It's not even planned out. It wasn't even planned out. Come on, tell God, thank you. We in a place where we don't even know what the end gonna be, y'all. We don't know what the it ain't planned out. It ain't like you plan to go somewhere and you gotta go to get there. We don't know what the end gonna be. I can't tell these children definitely you going back to school the next nine weeks. Can't tell them that. Can't just say that. And then the Lord told me this morning. He said, teach them. He said, tell them. He said, tell them this is a season that they're going to wrestle with. Impatient. He said, Angie, God woke me up this morning. He said, impatient is a watchword for you. Impatient. And I knew it because I was sitting on my chair last night. And I had to set my house up. And I didn't just set my house up. But I had to set my living room up in a way that I don't become impatient helping the children for the nine weeks. So I prayed. And I said, God, how do I set it up? See, I could have easily set it up. But I would have became impatient. So I had to set it up in a way that I won't get impatient. Come on, tell God, thank you. Thank you, Lord. Come on, tell him thank you. Thank you, Lord. This is a season, y'all. This is a season. This is a watchword. Look out for the impatient. Look out for being impatient. Look out because being impatient is going to cause you to do something you wish you never had. And then it's going to cause you to be miserable. It's going to cause you to be frustrated. It's going to cause you to be upset. Through this whole ordeal, you'll be upset. So life threw all of us in a state of impatience. Did we ask for it? No. None of us asked for it. But life threw all of us in it. Every last one of us are in the state of being impatient. Now you got to look out because you didn't ask for this, but it threw you in this situation. But I'm here to tell y'all, I know how to take lemons and make some lemonade. Take this impatient life and look at the best of it because it's going to take you to a better place. It's going to move you into something better if you know how to overcome being impatient. Come on, tell God, thank you. Thank you, Lord. The first thing is to recognize what's happening. And as a prophetess of God, I'm giving you... What's going on right now? What's going on? What's, what's happening? Because the children, because of this situation, it caused the children to have to stay home with me. Amen. They're supposed to be in school. So I had to set my living room up. I'm just giving y'all how, 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 how I know. And then, again, I said, I could have just set it up in any type of way. And then about five days, I started getting upset and frustrated because I want my living room back. Come on, tell God, thank you. Oh, I get tired of that chair over there. And I'm tired of this over there. And I'm tired of that over there. But first, I went to God. Guess what I said? I sat on my couch about two weeks ago. And I said, Lord, I'm going to wait on you. I ain't never had to go to you and ask you how to fix my living room. I said, but this time, because of the circumstances, I say, I can come to you. I'm not coming to you because I just want to decorate my living room. I'm coming to you because I'm thrown in a position that's going to cause me to get frustrated if I don't come to you. Come on, tell God, thank you. you, It'll cause me to hurt somebody's feelings. It'll cause me, come on, tell God, thank you, you, to go off on people. It's going to cause me to to, to, to cause children's education to quit. It'll cause me to throw in a towel. It'll cause me to just throw everything out of way. And the Lord, I said, I'm going to wait on you. Well, the Lord ain't answer me. I was just looking around the house. I said, I'm waiting on you. I just kept going to him. I said, you will show me how to do it. I said, because I'm coming to you. And, I'm, and, and, and I know one thing the Lord said to me, you're not worrying me. You're not worrying me. And I said, why you say that? He said, in a time like this, somebody wants something that they don't even know they're going to be here enough. But you ain't worrying me. 
Because you asking me for what the situation threw you in. Come on, tell God, thank you. Thank you, Lord. See, you got to be, what did it? See, God said, I'm moving for the people who, who, who are moving because of the situation have threw them in impatience. So this is like almost a good thing where the situation threw you in something that is that caused you to be impatient. But God said, I'm here to, to, to take that if you come to me and you recognize it and I will put you in a place where you will be able to move forward and be all right and be at peace. And I'm sitting y'all in a place that you will know that you'll know how to wait. You'll have the patience. I'm going to take your little fruit of your spirit and I'm going to grow that fruit. The patient one. Come on, tell God. Thank you. Thank you, Lord. Because one of the fruits of the spirit is patience. 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 No, it ain't got nothing to do with you being no mental and all that other stuff. It threw you in it. It threw all the world got thrown in it. And some people right now has died. Not because of the coronavirus. Because they had no patience. So they jumped out the window somewhere. They got tired. They, had, they, they got tired of sitting in the house. They got tired of it. They got tired because now no more entertainment. So now they did something real crazy with themselves. They making all kind of things happen and they making life worse. Because surely impatience coming again. I don't care if you say, I'm going to the park to have some fun. Right after that, you, all you're doing is walking to something that you finna get rid of being patient about. So you have to recognize that every one of us, I look at the children, they'll sit to this table for, I thought about all that. I say, you happy now, but you'll sit to this table and two weeks later, somebody going to holler, I want to go back to school. Hallelujah. Y'all better take this word in. And you need to tell yourself, don't be impatient. Something good is coming out of this. Thank God you're not dead. Thank God you don't have the coronavirus. Thank God you didn't die. Thank God you don't have it. I know what it's like, amen, to wish I had your life when I was sick. When I was sick, you don't know how I wish that I could do the, the lessest thing in the world. I looked at older people and I began to say, God, I want to be old. Like that lady, I want to be old like that lady. Please, please, Lord, I'm only 30, 37. I want to get old. Please let me get old. Come on, tell God, thank you. Thank you, Lord. And then somebody saying they bored and they don't like this about themselves and they don't like that about themselves and they hate they're in the house and they hate they single. God ain't stuck none of that. Not what's going on in the United States today. We trying to live, y'all. I look at Robin Robbins on, on, on Good Morning America. She's not coming back. These people losing their mental state. People are dying faster with diseases. And they, they dying fast because they losing the fight mentally. Come on, tell God. Thank you. Thank you, Lord. So many people have died because they heard the word coronavirus. And they saw what and they heard what it did to somebody. And so they didn't have the coronavirus. They gave up. And their immune system dropped and they died. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, God. So many people have gotten the coronavirus because they got so scared. They got so scared and they got and and I and, and so depressed. Don't y'all know depression drops your immune system? Come on, tell God, thank you. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. And they're dying because they can't wait. And they can't deal with the pressure that the United States have on them, on, on us. All of us. Different countries. There's nowhere. And then don't let somebody say there's nowhere to run and nowhere to hide. And it's not. There is no country that you can run to to free yourself from the coronavirus. There is not even a little island. Amen. Not even out there in the waters. But the only place you can run there is and it's to God. 
Come on, tell God, thank you. Thank you, Lord. And he know how to supernaturally shield you. He know how to supernaturally protect you. How do I know? Because I go to the grocery store. I go to different places. And I know people have it. Got to have it. Ain't that something? How can we sit there and say ain't nobody got it? Although wherever I go they don't have it because I don't have it. That's not true. Somebody probably pass you the money and have it. To this day they got people working all in the stores y'all. Because there's nobody to work no more. People are dying. Folks getting them a brand new apartment. People getting stuff. HUD calling people. HUD calling people. Come on, get your apartment now. All this happening because people have died. Hallelujah. Now they got new jobs out. You want to work? Yeah. Okay, get you. You got a, you got a truck? Go clean out the houses that the people never came home from the hospital. This is a time that I heard the voice of the Lord say, draw close to me and I will shield you and I will protect you. Amen? Amen. And I will lead and I will guide you through all peace. So the word, the lookout word. Come on, say the lookout word for me. The lookout word for me. Impatient. Because that's where you at today. How many people is sick and tired of being sick and tired of everything being like this? Then you might as well gather yourself back up and start saying, Lord, I thank you for life. Lord, I'm going to wait. I'm going to wait. I'm not going to get bored in the house. I'm not going to get bored in the house. I'm not going to get bored in school. I'm not going to get bored because I got to call my doctor and they give me a certain appointment to see them. I'm not going to get bored because I can't see certain family members. I'm not going to get bored because we can't travel no more. I'm not get bo- I'm not going to get bored. I'm going to wait on you. I'm going to wait on you and so you can shield and protect me. The children of Israel, they got so bored. They got bored. They got bored. They were going to the promised land, but they got bored on the way. Come on, tell God, thank you. Thank and they you, got, and from being bored, they got impatient. They start getting impatient. They start just getting so impatient. And they ruined it. They had to stay out there. The Bible lets me know they didn't make it, but they great, 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 great children made it. Come on, tell God, thank you. Thank you, Lord. Because they got impatient. Amen. Amen. Come on, tell God, thank you. you, See, when you're impatient, your food don't taste good. When you're impatient, the sun ain't shining quite right. When you're impatient, it can't even rain. You hate the rain. When you're impatient, you don't even want a tree to move outside. You don't want the wind to blow. Come on, tell God, thank you. And you surely hate more than the rise. Come on, tell God, thank you. Thank you, Lord. Whoo, glory. Impatient. You don't want nothing to happen. You want everything just to just shut up, don't move, stand still, and you disgust it. Why? Why? Somebody, somebody, somebody have gotten bad news about themselves. Somebody laying in a hospital on their back and on their stomach, hooked up on a ventilator. Wish they were you! Come on, tell God, thank you. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. God is so good. Isn't he good? Yes, he is. And you know, and you know, Paul said this in, in 2 Corinthians. See, Paul talked about the suffering in 2 Corinthians. Are we suffering? Yes, we suffering, y'all. We are suffering. Yes, because, you know, everybody don't agree. It threw people in a position where now, you got opponents. Now you got opponents because somebody may not like the move that you have to make. Come on, tell God, thank you. Thank you, Lord. It calls, it calls the president to really suffer. Come on. It calls him to really suffer. He got through and said, he didn't know this was coming. A lot of them ain't know it was coming. It called him to start talking crazy. Lord, have mercy on his mind. What if it was you and me? What if we was the president and all of a sudden here comes this disease that's taking the world out? It caused me to have mercy. It caused me to see clearly. It caused me to not judge. Come on, tell God thank you. Thank you, Lord. 
many battles and fights. It caused me to go through battles and fights and warm within myself. Come on, tell God, thank you. Thank you, Lord. It caused me to not have plans, no trips, no nothing, just afraid to do things. And then I say, wait, hold on, the spirit of fear? It gave me the spirit of fear. I said, whoa, I thought I was done with that. Then the fear, all that showed up. And then I had to battle the spirit of fear. I had to battle my opponents. Come on. Come on, tell God. I had to prove to you that God is here even stronger. Hold on. I had to prove to a believer that God is with us. So it caused somebody to lose their faith. Come on, tell God. Thank you. Thank you, Lord. Come on, tell him. Thank you. Thank you, Lord. It just shook everybody up. It shook everybody up. But I'm here to tell you, I guarantee you, and when you draw to God, come on, say, I'm doing good. I'm doing good. You better look at the good that you're doing. You're doing good. Look at the good that you're doing. And I want you to look at the good everybody's trying to do. Folks trying to live. Folks trying to survive. And folks throwing in the towel. One day I just sat on the couch and I said, Lord, please do not let who in charge of the United States throw in the towel. Don't let them run home. And so I'm so happy to see strong people, even even um, Nancy and all those people. I say they're yet strong. God, don't let them get don't let them say, y'all, we in trouble. Ain't nothing else to do. I'm going to go home. Y'all better run. Don't let them come on the don't do not let them come and say everybody just run. No. No, we're gonna win. Do y'all hear him say we're gonna beat this? We're gonna beat this, y'all. We're gonna beat this thing with school. We're gonna do these nine weeks. We're gonna follow the teacher's instructions. We're gonna beat this. Come on, tell God, thank you. Thank you, Lord. We're going to beat this, this hospital stuff. They're doing the best they can. The doctors are human. They don't want to die. That's why they're trying to do a house call. They're scared as you and me. They're human. They're human. So at least they ain't say, I don't want to see you at all. And then here it goes. It's so brand new that we're trying everything. And then they said, we got something a little better, y'all. But the key thing is that this disease, God wants his people to draw close to him so this disease will not take over human. Thank you, Jesus. And it won't take over nothing that we eat. And it don't take over nothing that God provides for us. Come on, tell God thank you. Thank you, Lord. And somebody and somebody around here crying about their light bill ain't paid. And they crying because they ain't got no boyfriend or no husband. They crying. These simple things. Nobody ain't going to have nothing if we don't get close to God. Amen. None of that won't matter. It won't matter. So it taught me, y'all, how to have patience. And to keep my eyes on the word impatient. Because I'm thrown now into another situation for September the 8th that will make me have be impatient. I'm not going to get tired of my living room set up. So I set my living room up where it won't matter. It won't make me tired. Amen. Amen. Because I have everything I need in my living room. That, that won't, I set my living room up where the school won't touch. My living room. Come on, tell God, thank you. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. God wants you to get smart and wiser. Do things that 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 this disease thing won't touch you. Make make the first things priority. Make your health a priority. Make come on, tell God, thank you. Thank you, Lord. You ain't got time to be lonely. Let your health feel better. Come on, tell God, thank you. Don't sit there and be crying because you're lonely. You need to be saying, do I feel better? Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. One day I had this pet. This, I went to the store and I brought me this poster board. And I said, I'm going to do like Rebecca. I'm going to write my vision and I'm going to make it plain. 
And I was feeling so horrible. I was in a situation where I could lose my patience. Come on, tell God, thank you. Thank you, you, Jesus. And I knew I could lose my patience. But I was fighting to keep my patience. And so I bought this poster board. And I wrote on the poster board everything. I said, God, I never forget. My hair was gone, totally gone. I, I drew my picture with my hair back. I drew a picture of me having a little one more bedroom. And I drew things that I needed. Amen. That was making me be miserable that I wanted. Amen. Amen. And after I finished drawing it, the Lord say, I know I say, it came to me so plain. I'm sick. I feel sick. I was feeling sick. And then I say, hold on. I forgot one thing. Make me healthy. And then the Lord say, you're going to you have to put something in there to do that. Now you got to put something in there to do that. First of all, you got to stop worrying about all of this. Come on, tell God, thank you. Thank you, Lord. Now, ain't nothing wrong with it. You can ask for it, but don't worry about it. Now, take care of yourself. I wrote down that just like this. I say, and while I'm waiting, I'm going to be working on my health. Because I want to be healthy enough to enjoy it. Come on, tell God. Thank you, Lord. Then I begin to teach everybody. Don't lose your health waiting on what you want. Come on, tell God. Thank you. Thank you, Lord. Come on, tell him thank you. Thank you, Lord. Don't lose your health. Impatient calls you to lose your joy. It calls you to lose your sleep. It calls you to be sorrowful. That impatient is something else. God said, I want you to be patient. Come on, tell God, thank you. Thank you, Lord. God is speaking patience over you right now in Jesus' name. In 1 Corinthians, the second, no, the uh, 2nd Corinthians, the the fourth chapter, I'm going to start at the 16th verse, and it says this. So we have stopped um, evaluating others by what the world thinks about them. Once I mistakenly thought Christ, thought of Christ the way, that way, as I thought he were a moral, I thought he was a morally human being. How differently I think about him now. What this means is that those who become Christians become new persons. They are not the same anymore. For the old life is gone. And a new life has begun. All this news, newsless, newsless, like news, of life is for, for, from God. This newness of life is from God. Who brought us back to himself through what Christ did. And God has given us the task of reconciliation. People to him. Bringing people close to him. For God... Was in wait for God was in Christ reconciling reconciling the world to Himself. God drawing us closer, Mm -hmm. no longer counting people's sins against them. Do y'all hear this? Mm -hmm. This is the wonderful message He has given us to tell others. We are we are Christ ambassadors, and God in us are using us to speak to you. This is Paul now. This is me. These are prophets. Amen? Amen. We urge you, as through Christ himself, we're, we're here pleading with you, be reconciled to God. For God made Christ, who never sinned, to be the offerings for our sins. So that we could be made right with God through Christ. This is the season. This is the season. This is the season. Wisdom. You should be at your altar. You should be calling God. This is a season. And the kids wonder. Let me tell you something. I would look at mama and daddy. And I knew when they got close to God. Because they didn't worry. They didn't worry about anything. They was direct. 
I told the children I'm not going to be iffy. I think y'all should go back to school. No, I don't know. I'm going to know. Come on, tell God, thank you. Thank you. Just like I'm surely telling you right now that God said, look out for that watchword. Keep your eye on impatient. Because this is a time where nothing, listen, everybody are in that situation. We don't know how long we're going to be in this situation. So have patience. Look out for the impatience. Don't let impatience cause you to act out. And cause you to go astray. And cause you to run away. And cause you to do something that you'll regret. And cause you to be unliked. And cause you to be a person to change your whole identity. And cause you to be people that nobody like no more. It'll throw you off. Where somebody liked at you, you won't be liked no more. How many of you get so impatient you want to chop all your hair off? How many of you get so impatient you want to dye your color, your skin color? How many of you get so impatient now you, you hate your weight, so now you go take some poison or something, something wrong to go against your body? You destroy yourself. Come on, tell God, thank you. Thank you, Lord. Come on, tell him thank you. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Now the Lord told you to move out of town. All that stuff is crazy. You don't know yet. God saying, be still. Have patience. Let it be over. Have patience. And definitely you children. And definitely you, 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 you women that are waiting on relationships. Let your, change it. Flip the script. Let's flip it. Let's say, okay. Let's say, okay, I can't make no man draw to me, but I'm going to, I'm free. I have an invitation. God is calling me. I'm going to go to God. I'm going to go to God in the place of loneliness. I'm going to God. I'm not in the position. You know what? I'm talking about me. I'm married. I'm not asking God to fix my relationship. I ain't got time for that. It's time for me to draw to God so we can live. So we can get to a place. Then we can go to building again. Come on, tell God, thank you. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. I need to get in a position where we can build, where we can decide, where we can live freely. God be with us. God keep us. God protect us. Hallelujah. What what a person in your life going to do? How they going to protect you from a storm? From an invisible disease. Hallelujah. How they going to shield you? Like I told the, the, the rest of y'all this morning. What? You, what, what, you want to hug up and die together? My God. Call Jesus. Call the Lord. He'll fulfill you. He'll send somebody if he wanted them to come. He'll do it. He will do it. I'm not telling you God ain't blessing relationships. But I'm telling you. You will be in the right position if you call Jesus. He will send you what you need. Woo, glory. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. God said, I wrote it down. He said, I will move you into advancement. I will take you where you will advance. Hallelujah. If you call me, he said, the impatience. And if you pay attention and not let impatience move you. The only thing it should move you to is advancement. Advancement. Come on, tell God. Thank you. Thank you, Lord. And move you to advance. My living room is set up for advancement. But if I'd have set it up, then it couldn't be no school. No advancement. Everybody be all out of whack. Thank you, Lord. Impatience will put me in a better place. I wrote this. Impatience will put you in a better place and space. Hallelujah. If you take it and you recognize it and don't let it lead you, you denounce being impatient and you be patient. It'll put you in a better position. So use it. Take advantage of it. It's here now. Impatience is here. Take it and make it work for you. Woo, glory. Listen. Listen, now, your competitor, your competitor, now you, you saying, oh, they're going to beat me now, because now I can't move. Listen, 
impatience will cause you to lose over something you worried about losing. Your, com- your competition won't win if you have patience. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. If you trust God and you have the patience, you still will win. So now you feel like you're in a position where everybody going to do better but you. I'm here to tell you, they will win when you start having impatience. Because you're going to do something real stupid and get yourself locked up in the spirit and in your situation. Amen. Amen. Come on, tell God thank you. Thank you, Lord. Come on, tell him thank you. Thank you, Lord. Come on, tell him thank you. Thank you, Lord. Impatient. Impatient. Watch for that in your life. Watch for it. Some of you probably saying you're right. I feel it right now. That's what I was feeling. I was getting impatient. Don't do it. Don't do it. Take it and get something good out of it. Set your life where you won't be impatient. Put your life in a position where you won't be impatient. You single women, I can't go out there and hold time no man, so let me stop worrying about a man and draw closer to God. God got somebody for me. God know how to set me in a place. He did it before he'll do it again. God know how to do it. He did something for you already. When you was just minding your own business and something good came, he's still here to do it again. Come on, tell God, thank you. Thank you, Lord. What is it in your life that God came through for you when you when you were patient? He'll do it again. Tell yourself, go back, think about the things that happened for you when you stopped worrying. When you stop trying to uh, uh, just upset about and want it to happen like this, when you left it alone and you didn't even think about it and all of a sudden it came. One day I said, how come every time I ask God for a, 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 a man, God give me a job? I was so young. I think I was about 25. And the Lord said, because I gave you what you need. First things first. First things first, y'all. What is it that you need greater than what you're asking for? Have patience. Have patience. Thank God for what you already have. Have patience. Tell him thank you. Thank you. I'll work with what I have. I'm going to just work with what I have. I got up, I said, I'm just going to start moving things around, and then God gave me the idea. So keep moving. Keep going forward. Don't stop. Thank God for activity. Thank Him because somebody don't have that activity at all. Be thankful in this season. Be grateful in this season. Be glad that you ain't that you ain't one that had to go to the hospital for sickness. My heart goes out to you all that lost loved ones. I haven't forgotten y'all. I'm, I'm telling God to heal your heart. But you ought to be grateful that it could have been you. Don't get so mad with God. It could have been you. Come on, tell God. Thank you. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. God, we thank you for your word today. We thank you, Lord. We thank you for life. We thank you, Lord, for for the word that you gave, that we listen to, Lord. If we listen to you, we'll make it, God. We'll have peace as we're waiting. We won't be afraid, God. We thank you for helping us not be afraid in a time like this. I thank you, Lord, for the people that are not listening to you. They're going to be the ones running around like a chicken without a head, don't know what to do, and run right into danger. But I pray that they turn around, God, and listen to you. You gave all of us a mouth. You gave all of us a brain. You gave all of us access to you. Nobody can say that you want to invite them in. We thank you for the invitation. Thank you, Lord. You always invite us. You don't scorn us. Don't care how bad we do, how rotten we are. You still invite us. And we thank you for that type of heart. 
to come close to you. Yes, Lord. And for these women that are sitting around saying, nobody want me, you want them. Help them to come to you. Yes, Lord. Come to who want them. And God, we thank you. Thank you, God. And God, these children that's getting all frustrated, taking their little own lives and, and running away and being snatched and raped. God, I ask you right now to give them greater patience. Yes, to know that everything is going to be all right. And things are going to get better. Not back to normal. Better. Yes, Lord. It's going to be better. Life going to get better. And we thank you for leading us into better. The word better. Not normal. Better. And we thank you for the better life. In Jesus Christ's name we pray. Amen. Amen. And amen. God bless you all. I'll be sending out the tape in Jesus' name. Amen.